crazy so my hope is that happened pre-covid and now that we're back here <laughs> everything's got slowly curled back up we were completing the cycle i think well well you know no we're more than completing the cycle matt you you've left it out because if you remember that conversation at the heart of some of that conversation were some talk about waffle house and where that was going and some plans we were going to make make about you know this thing that 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 was gonna we were gonna imagine something into reality, and now these guys at Next Gen have done it. I'm not even gonna steal that. I'm gonna <laughs> just gonna set. It, I'm gonna tee it up. I'm gonna tee it up. Woo! Yeah, guys, you guys are kind of the start of the whole uh, party bowl. I think I think this this kind of got got everything kind of going with us, and uh, I'm, I'm glad things are at at a, a point where it's a little bit more normal. I mean, at least I know here in Tennessee, it's starting to get a little bit more normal. Uh, a lot of our mask mandates actually end tomorrow. Um, so, um, and a lot of cases are dropping, which is awesome. I've had my first vaccine, so I'm excited for that. Uh, by the go. time the show rolls around, I'll have my second vaccine. Um, so I'm really excited, guys. This, this show's going to be really awesome. We're excited, too. Uh, man, for those of you who don't know, uh, <laughs> Next Gen Wrestling, the Party Bowl, come in uh, the 27th of June in Knoxville, correct? Yes. June 27th uh, at Jackson Terminal, uh, which is actually a really cool venue. Um, we've never really ran somewhere like this. Uh, I, I can't even really describe it. It kind of has like a grungy look to it. It's in um, the old city in Knoxville, so I mean, it's really cool where it's at. Um, there's a lot of history just throughout that area, and I think it's going to be a really cool venue to have a wrestling show at. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped because the last time we were talking, we were talking about a show potentially over here in Virginia, and and of course, the world went crazy, and mm. we have had just the stack of confetti cannons and oh. and streamers <laughs> just waiting. So we've already got our tickets. We're ready. We're heading to Jack. Uh, I was about to say Jacksonville. Lord, you said Jackson, and now I'm off. <laughs> We're heading to Knoxville. <laughs> Jackson Terminal in Knoxville, Tennessee. Thank you. All right. Yeah, guys, it, it, it's pretty cool that, you know, we, we did that podcast with you guys, and Cody's not here with us tonight. Um, you guys may be, like, the only people who know that, but um, Cody and his wife, Michelle, are actually about to have their baby, so that's why mm -hmm. Cody's not here with us. Um, but right, pretty much, like, right after we did this podcast with you guys last year, uh, it, it came down to, like, like March, like, 18th or something like that. 
right. 17 and then they started putting all the regulations where you know we couldn't run and then before you know it i was uh pretty much my job closed down and cody's job closed down and we were on lockdown and it, it's like a weird whirlwind this last year has been i mean i know everybody we were talking about different things you know using zoom and stuff like that and uh it changed everybody's lives. I think this is a kind of a once in a lifetime kind of thing that we'll never see anything like this ever again. And in the wrestling world, it's kind of threw us all through, you know, the loop and even, you know, WWE just now letting people uh, come to shows. So for us, that was our, our top priority is not to kind of jump the gun and we missed doing the shows and want to bring happiness to people. But, you know, we couldn't have on our conscience, you know, someone get sick and die at our show because we just wanted to you know put on a wrestling show. I think that's a, a very incredible point. Um, and just as as guys who put the shows on, like what what has this year been like? Weird, weird. <laughs> uh, it, a lot of people. I mean, just like with you guys, you know, just being fans of professional wrestling, this is our escape. Um, this is our escape from the real world. And this year, we couldn't get an escape. Um, I'm, you could watch Monday Night Raw. You could watch Smack. You could watch. You know, watch it on TV. Um, but um, going to indie shows is kind of it's a different breed a lot of people love you know the interaction being that close and um, being able to feel and see everything I mean it's a, it's a whole different level of experience and that was kind of just taken from everybody and um, you know a lot of people were stuck at home a lot of people realized they didn't really like people they you know they were with because you, you when you're you know you're locked down with someone for a long period of time you start to realize you know this might not be the person you like luckily in my case my wife's over here looking at me luckily in my case <laughs> it wasn't like that for me <laughs> a biggest thing for me is i put a little bit of weight on but you know this was this is everyone's escape and from our end you know we've had a lot of other local shows start to pop up and start running even during the pandemic um a lot of it you're not you're not seeing people wearing face masks not being safe um i mean they they can say what they will i mean i've I've seen photographs of shows and um we didn't want to be that we didn't want to you know risk getting people sick so this whole last year it's been a lot of a reflection i think it's been a good time to recharge our batteries um biggest thing is you know a lot of these indie guys this is their only source of income so a lot of these guys didn't have work for a long period of time and i don't think that gets talked about enough i think that's a very valid point you bring up there and i know uh just trying to keep up with everyone who's getting signed for shows i know there's some guys who you know you, you'll see on other shows but uh there's other other guys here um for instance uh menace menace who's recently was announced for the show yes um, i i haven't seen him pop up and you know we we don't know what these guys have gone through over the past 13 months god it's crazy saying that you know mm-hmm. they're just staying ready <laughs> mentally yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it's been weird. I mean, it, the, the funny thing about that is we have a a, a local shop here in not well, it's local to Knoxville uh, called McKay's, and it's a used book, DVD, uh, like like collectibles. It's just this two story monster of place that you can trade stuff in and find awesome stuff. Um, I bumped into Menace there, and it's the first time I had seen Menace in almost a year, and it was like, wow, like it's good to see you, and then in uh, you know, like you take a lot of that for granted. We see each other at shows, we have that interaction, and then it's like it's just taken away from you. So it's like not seeing a you know a family member you know for years. And when myself and Cody started uh, recording some of the the stuff for the, our little hype video, it's the first time me and Cody have hung out with each other, other than you know just talking to each other on you know the phone or through Facebook. 
And it was like, we, it was weird. It was like, we didn't even miss a day. It's like, it's been like two or three days since we've seen each other. So um, thankfully, you know, the bond of wrestling has kept everybody together, but it's just, it's just weird to think that I've not seen a lot of these people in over a year. True. Yeah. I was going to think we, we had an interview with uh, some guys from our ring of honor and the uh, beer city bruiser and Brian Malonis. And we, said hey well next time we see you we'll give you guys a case of beer in Baltimore, <laughs> you know baltimore and of course how long ago was that like we were looking for places to like ship beer to it was <laughs> this whole world so i'm glad we're all getting back to the talk mm-hmm. to you about what, what we've got coming up um yeah, I, 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 my ticket's bought so yeah I, we've, I we've seen think. a we've seen a lot of tickets popping up it's actually been really cool uh me and cody kind of set ourselves a goal um, what we wanted to do pre-sale wise, even like the first week we had a goal and we already hit that goal. So that's really exciting. Um, I think it's four or five different States, uh, including Virginia, um, have bought tickets to the show already, which is exciting. Um, we kind of take pride in that because not a lot of other places can say that, you know, they're bringing in people from so many different places, uh, where we live though. Um, it's kind of a central point. You're kind of at a hub. So you're usually about five to maybe seven, eight hours away from almost anywhere. Um, especially, you know, you know, you're right here on the border of uh, the Carolinas and then you got Georgia, Florida, that's not too far away either. So we get a lot of people from all over the place, Kentucky as well. That's awesome. I'm happy to hear that. Also, it sounds like people are showing out like I think they should. Um, you guys, I, I mean, I'm biased here because I've gotten to talk to you guys over this past year, just off, off camera and getting to know you guys and, and, being friends with you guys on Facebook and it's like it, it's it's fine time for this to happen. Like you guys deserve this. I'm yeah. pumped, for it, man. And it's it's really kind of shown like how like we we felt like people were going to be like, okay, they're they're not relevant anymore. People don't want to come check out the shows. It's been the complete opposite. Like people were clamoring. Um, I've had a lot of workers who not even booked on the show message me and be like. Tennessee needed this. Thank you for coming back. And I won't call anybody out, but like I've had that happen multiple times. And I always send Cody the messages saying, dude, like we're back in it. Like we're right back in where we left off. Um, uh, I don't know if we talked about it last time, but we, we kind of used to get a little bit of heat with other shows because we kind of hold, hold ourselves in a regard of higher than other people. And to me, I mean, that's cool. People don't like me because of that. You know, it's cool. Um, but from my standpoint where I promote shows with Cody, I want to be the best. And if you don't want to be the best in something, you shouldn't be doing it. And if you don't think you're the best, you shouldn't be doing it. So um, I guess the heat just kind of comes with that, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept it. And this show is going to be phenomenal. Like you guys have seen some of the stuff we've announced and we still have, I think we broke it down. We still have like 15 people to announce that we haven't announced yet. Oh no. So I'll, so I'll be the one. Any you can give us now? I actually have the- one. Um, I'm trying to actually share your guys' link, and I'm having issues sharing it to the NGW page. Same. I am actually putting it on the Facebook now and tagging you guys, so that should probably Thank make you. it a little easier. Yeah, I do have an exclusive. I actually talked to Cody. Um, we had somebody in mind that we were going to announce. We changed it, and we announced somebody else. But I'll wait a little bit for that. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of talk about who we've, who we've already you know mentioned already. I mean, uh, the last one, of course, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dylan McQueen. Uh, Dylan's, oh. making, Dylan's making huge waves right now. Um, re- he wrestled at Effie's, uh, Effie's 
show that he did over WrestleMania weekend. Um, the gay brunch, love it. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the gay triarch. Uh, I actually, we've had uh, we had uh, Dylan McQueen on our our podcast over during COVID and uh, during our lockdown, and it was nice to actually get to talk to him and get some insight because you know he looks at the wrestling world completely different than we do. I mean, he has a completely different eye into it. Um, especially being, you know, an openly homosexual man in a in a business that's it's been around, but it's not always been well publicized of, you know, openly gay men and having a a good time in professional wrestling. Um, which I'm really excited to have him. I mean, we have and we've announced so much stuff. I've been very slow at work, so I've been announcing this stuff pretty quickly. Uh, I mean, of course, last night too, Davy Richards popped up, and uh, we were able to get Davy Richards, so that's really exciting. Okay. Yeah, how did that come? How did that come? For that one? Yeah, I did yeah. too. I was so, like, he doesn't do a lot of shows. I mean, he shows up every now and again, but I hadn't seen him in a while. We were putting together a show a few years ago. I can't, I, they, they all blend together anymore. Uh, but we had, he had reached out to us and said, hey, if you have any openings, you know, let me know. Um, and we, we toyed around with it. Me and Cody, Cody makes all of our graphics and does all that good stuff. He, uh, he actually had a graphic made for it and everything. We were going to announce them. And literally like two days before we announced it, uh, Davey Richards injured his knee and he had to have surgery. I believe he had surgery and he couldn't, he was out of wrestling for a while. So it just never worked out. Um, he went on saying, you know, he had uh, a lot of shows that he had to reach back out to because of, you know, being able, having to cancel. Um, and luckily, you know, he, he reached out to us again and we were, you know, we got in contact with him, and it, it's set. It's good to go. Uh, Cody actually announced it as well for some of the other local wrestlers that uh, Davey Richards is going to have a seminar as well before oh, the show. So some awesome. of these other you know workers can you know sit under the learning tree of Davey Richards. That's awesome. That's incredible, uh, man. I, I gotta tell you, I popped real hard when I saw that, just because he's the guy. Like he he was world champion Ring of Honor right when I really started getting into Ring of Honor, and like yeah. man. Every match I just consumed with him in it. He's just so incredible in ring. I'm excited to see it live for the first time. The match that we have lined up, guys, I think um, could be match of the night. I don't want to ruin it yet because we're not announcing matches yet. Um, yeah. But it's it's going to be a good one. And I think uh, all parties involved are going to be impressed. And I, I really think our crowd's going to be impressed. Uh, I, I will also tell you guys, too, I know we've mentioned it, that we have a cap off um, for for the, the number that we can have there. Um, this is a building thing. This is not really our thing. So we do have a cap off. I believe it's 300. I could be wrong. Um, but I think by the time that June rolls around, which is still shows two months away, like it, it doesn't oh. feel like it's two months away. It's two months okay. away. Um, that we're, we're going to hit that goal long before we actually even have tickets available at the door. So I don't even know if tickets will be available at the door. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So I guess what we're still figuring out, uh, making sure we're getting links set up and everything. Maybe I'm going to distract you a little bit, so I apologize. <laughs> how, how did this process start? I mean, just getting the ball rolling again. What's that like on your end? Getting the uh, ball rolling again, I think you it was yeah, It was yeah. me. It was me, Hound, and Cody and saying, man, like, we're going to come back eventually, aren't we? And he's like, yeah, man, because there was a rumor going around with some of the other local shows that we were done. And I was like, where are these people getting these rumors from? And um, our thing was, like I said, we went back to the whole, we didn't want to run shows and potentially get someone sick. Um, we looked at, you know, possibly doing a show outside, um, but then you saw shows like GCW doing that, and then people were still getting sick, so it was almost like a pointless thing to do. 
so we just kind of just wanted to bide our time a little bit and um you know the whole process cody and his wife got pregnant um that's kind of been priority number one with them of course like obviously he's not here and we just kind of got to a point where man you know i think we may have a date and let, let the you know the vaccines are coming out um our cases are starting to go down quite a bit the mortality rate is going down you know people aren't dying uh nearly as much which you know thankfully I, I i don't know too many people who passed away from this but you know i'm lucky um so we we just kind of started rolling and um before too long we kind of, we already had an idea uh of of the date and then we're like you know what man like we, we need to go balls to the wall to this and we started you know re we recorded that vignette stuff the stuff at waffle house and we went to knoxville and did some drone stuff and it's some really sketchy areas in knoxville like i thought we were gonna get robbed um, just because we needed a, a clear area for this drone and then there's you know it's like a bunch of it's like a homeless village of homeless people um they're watching this drone go up i'm like dude they think we're probably like spying on them or something like what's going on um so we, it kind of all came with that uh cody finally had a free moment and he does like i said he does all the editing all that stuff he put the video package together and we're like we're gonna do this and then he's like i'm done with it and it was on mania night and i was like like, we should probably wait, man. Mania is going on. He's like, well, I want to do it now. All right. So we announced it. And uh, we we started booking talent probably maybe like a month and a half ago. So we've we've had most of this show booked up for quite a while. Um, some things are kind of interchangeable. But we, we've had a good majority of it booked up for quite a while. That's that insane. <laughs> it's nuts, too, like how these shows come together. We did a show one time at a bar. It was called uh, Live at El Patron. Um, and me and Cody booked the entire show and announced the entire show over like a day. Like we booked the entire show. We got everyone to confirm, made all the graphics and announced everything in like a weekend, a full weekend. I think we booked the whole show on a Friday. We had everything announced by Sunday. And like, that's nuts. Like, and then it, to me, it was one of our best shows and we just threw it together. Uh, and that, that's kind of how this show kind of came about. The whole party bowl of course comes from us going to the waffle house and talking to you guys so it seemed like that was the the, the right thing to do i know we kept saying that we were going to come back and uh one of cody's buddies said you know mentioned the party bowl and we're like that's it because we were toying around with names the names are always kind of like the last thing to come up with uh and the party bowl seems about right uh i've had a lot of people think that we're just shilling towards waffle house and just saying like, they're gonna do a show at a waffle house which would be cool shit uh, my it would be cool. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool as shit. But um, I know we we have, we have a nice venue. But a Waffle House would be cool as hell. Uh, I will tell you a funny story though about us filming the vignette. Um, we went to Waffle House, and uh, there's an area between where we live in Sevierville, Tennessee, and Knoxville called Seymour, and it's a really small town. And until you blink and you miss it, you're right through it. And there's a Waffle House there, and it's never busy. And Cody's like, "Do you think we could film there?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm like." It's Waffle House. Like, they're not going to give a shit. Like, no one gives a shit at Waffle House. And the the guy who does our filming for us, his name's John. John had never been to Waffle House. I was like, dude, you live in the South. How have you never been to Waffle House? He's like, are they going to freak out? I was like, no, man. I'm like, I've been to Waffle House. People have cans of beer and they don't give a shit. So we, and that's a true story. And it was like at 7 in the morning when that happened. Um, but I went, we went there and we, we started filming stuff on the outside. And we walked inside. And there's this nice older lady. There was nobody else in the Waffle House. It was just us. We go to this booth, and I said, we hope you don't mind that we're filming. Um, we're filming some stuff just for wrestling. And she's like, honey, I don't care if you were filming a porno. I was like, okay. So <laughs> she said, 
she had no idea. She didn't care what we were doing in there. This nice toothless lady. And um, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name, but she was super nice. But that's kind of how it all came together. And um, a lot of these guys, you know, um, with the date being so far out, it was harder to get these guys to confirm um, just because of that. And um, just like, you know, guys, we reached out to guys like Warhorse. Like, I'm super excited to bring Warhorse to East Tennessee. It's going to be badass. That'd yes, be exciting. It is. It is going to be bad. I think we know. I think we know how we're going to get NGW after hours. Now we're going to go to the <laughs> Waffle House. We're going to find the waitress. We're going to say, "Hey, we're here to for- film that porno." <laughs> Absolutely. My wife's going to be mad. She's going to be furious. <laughs> Where do we whisk those eggs? <laughs> oh, that's oh, enough. I'll well, speak- show you where I'm going to whistle this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, the ironic well, thing about this. As long as we're I'm, smoking I'm, a party bowl while we're doing it. <laughs> absolutely. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. We, I, we joke about this. I've actually never had the party bowl. I'm an all star special kind of guy. Oh, <laughs> I, I go cool. in there and do what I want. I don't have to look at the menu. I'm an all star special guy. Uh, Cody and uh, Matt and. Um, mm-hmm. Facade, they're they're the they're the party bowl guys. I'm just the I'm the uh, all star special guy. Mm. It's almost become a point. Like the majority of the guys who we talk about wrestling with were already getting the the party bowl before they knew it was the party bowl. <laughs> now yeah. it's just become a thing where it's like you go to Waffle House and you order it. You got like Snapchat each other like get a party bowl, guys. <laughs> party bowl. The, the funniest thing about all because the party bowl is not really called the party bowl. When you go to Waffle yeah. House, it's not a party bowl at all. The lady we were talking about, it, and she's like, "What's the party bowl?" I had a show her on the menu. <laughs> good stuff, though. Uh, I just, I'm really excited that people get it. People are having a good time with it, and that's that's what it comes down to, man. Is we want everyone to have a good time, and you know, forget about this shit for a little while. I mean, I know we all got personal stuff going on. We got our lives. Um, and if, if we can take, you know, a couple hours out of your day and of your weekend and you have a good time and that, that, that was worth it to us. And as long as you feel like you got your money's worth as well, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing to us. We never want anyone coming here and feeling like they wasted their money. Oh man, I, I gotta tell you, we're pumped. We're pumped to make the trip out. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, if I may speak up, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm probably a little more pumped than these guys. I'm going to, because <laughs> a, cu- a couple of months ago in a fit of rage, I may, and I may have canceled my subscription to a certain uh, network that I'm no longer subscribed to, and I took that money, and instead I've been watching indie wrestling like for two. So last week was I spent, and and I did get a some money thrown in my checking account by somewhere you know from the sky that helped me spend a ton of money watching shows last week. Um, so uh, I'm familiar with a lot of the folks you got those so as you were going down the list. I was like, yeah, I spent all <laughs> last week watching indie wrestling, you know. Um, Calvin Tanglin is a big one, you know, that mm-hmm. I know he's literally a big one. And then, I mean, I, I, I mean, I saw him, he was probably on four shows that I watched last week. Um, yeah. Can you, t- what I did notice, and this is what I was going to ask for you. One of the things that I noticed in watching all those shows is you could tell the, the guys were just pumped to be back and you could see the effort and it was mm-hmm. every show I watched was, you could just see it. And, and, and I mean, I, I can't wait. And I know that, do you get that feeling that now things are coming back up as you talk to some of the talent that they, that the, that the hunger is there and the excitement's there? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of these guys, I mean, um, there's a lot of guys that I haven't, we haven't announced yet and they'll, they'll tell you the same thing. Like 
this is happening. And some of the first people I've reached out to, they're like, hell yeah, it's about time. And everyone's yeah. been waiting. And, and I know um, Kenji Brea, uh, Kenji's one of the guys I've been in contact with a lot over um, over uh, quarantine, just talking to, and we did a little podcast together. And I uh, just, he's, he's pumped. I mean, at least people are ready. Like they consider us home. And uh, um, like you said, we're, we're going to see guys that we've never used before. Like Calvin Tankman, I, I was telling Cody, I was like, man, I'm like, you know, what's missing from our show is a monster. Like, we don't have a monster. We have a lot of great, talented wrestlers, but we don't have a monster. And I was like, Calvin Tankman was one of the first people that popped in my mind. Um, shout out to, there's a little indie show uh, where I'm originally from in Indiana. They had been using Calvin Tankman for a long right. time called New Wave Pro. Uh, and I had seen stuff on him. And then, of course, he gets signed with MLW. Um, so I brought to Cody. I was like, hey, like this Calvin Tankman guy is pretty good. We should look into him. And then Cody did. He's like, dude, you're right. Let's Let's get him. Uh, and he was one of the first people we wanted to announce just because of all the uh, the attention he's getting right now. And, and, and it well-deserved. Speaking of, a lot of people want to see him versus Samoa Joe, uh, which, uh, which is a match that we would love to have. We probably won't get to have, but I would love to have. I heard that. I was, I was all over that on Twitter today. <laughs> oh, man, it is. It is wild. It's a wild time. Um, we, we get excited when we, you know, we don't like to see people lose their jobs, but we get excited at the potential opportunity of, of, of working with mm -hmm. these people. Um, so someone like a Samoa Joe is someone I would love to have on our show because he kind of suits our, our brand. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like some of the other guys, like I'm looking at like, like Trey Lamar, Trey Lamar is starting to make huge, uh, huge advances. I mean, he's working game changer to me. Game changer wrestling is one of the, the top indie shows in, in the country right yeah. now, especially with uh, pro wrestling gorilla not running. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's, it's exciting to see guys like, like you know a trey lamar uh get an opportunity with us and we got a lot of heat um because we actually cody went out and said trey lamar's our guy because we used him in east tennessee and we were joking around like he's our guy we're, we, we dibs uh we got heat for that we were kidding i mean but uh i'm really excited for someone like that to have a platform like this and work talent like what we have to, to even elevate them higher and it kind of goes forward you know to the future we you know to to be to get better in wrestling you have to wrestle someone who's better than you and that's what we want to consistently do is you know make some of our guys better and see some of these other guys rise up as well and you know become bigger stars that's true and then get signed and then re release like three years later it's cool man <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other guys that we've announced. I have my laptop in front of me. Uh, other big one that we that we did not expect to get as much, uh, you know, momentum behind was Levi Everett. Everyone loves Levi Everett. <laughs> so yeah. saying that, I've never oh. seen this guy before. Like, like I've seen the name on Twitter. Uh, oh, sorry, his his ambassador, ambassador who's working his Twitter account. Yeah. Um, and you announced that, and I immediately went like, I I need to see this guy in person. Can yeah. we interview him? Is that something we can really do? Or is, no, there's no way. To, dude, he like, doesn't have he doesn't have electricity, Matt. How I know. Can we an ambassador. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty he, sure I'll bring my bike and I'll just you know, pedal away while you guys just keep talking, and it'll be fine. <laughs> a lot of these, a lot of these guys that we came in contact with are kind of Midwest guys. So, like I said, I'm originally from Indiana, so I know a lot of these guys work a lot, like through Indianapolis and Ohio. Uh, Kentucky and like the, the St. Louis area. So it's kind of a hotbed right now. A lot of people don't talk about that. There's a lot of great talent out there in that area. Levi Everett's another guy, like I, like I said, with Calvin Tankman, I, I had seen him 
done stuff, uh, do stuff in um, New Wave Pro, and in, in, uh, where I'm from in Terre Haute, Indiana. So uh, seeing someone like that and seeing the reaction he gets with uh, Bizarro Lucha as uh, another show, it's based out of Indianapolis. Uh, he he gets over, so I'm really excited with our crowd to, to see him and his uh, butter turner get over. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> I, I I immediately when I first when I first saw him, I was thinking, oh, it's like son of Roadkill, you know. That's what it, that's immediately <laughs> popped in my head. <laughs> and it's cool too because you know that's that's what a lot of people think, but he, yeah. he he brings a whole different ultra violence to it. I know he was feuding right. with uh, Mance Warner there for a while, so. There's some craziness whenever you get Mance involved. Uh, and anyone who can work Mance, I mean, can work anyone because he's a right. he's a crazy man. Right. What else we got? For we sure. got a Blanco Loco as well. Uh, he, he's popped up all over the place. Um, he's been he's done stuff with uh, I believe AEW and NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's really big around this area. We've had a lot of uh, fans uh, reach out to us say that he wanted they wanted to see him on our show. Um, and and he works a lot of places around here, so it's it's interesting to see how many people are really excited to see him uh, on our brand compared to other brands. So it's it's really cool to see the kind of following we've garnered garnered um, compared to you know some other areas. Like, like Cody said, I'm just putting myself over this entire show. That's all. It's like. <laughs> That's okay. Hey man, what are you supposed to do? We're here to help you. That's right, absolutely. And then of course, you know, we have we have Sean Hoodrich as well, which uh, you guys may not be super familiar with Sean Hoodrich. Sean Hoodrich. Um, he started wrestling for us, hell, 2015, mm-hmm. and when we when, before we ever got to anything, you know, that's when me and myself and Cody wrestled, and we were terrible. Um, <laughs> so that's when, uh, you know, that that kind of time period, and he's 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 become a big staple. Um, you know, he was our former champion. He, he had a big feud with Shane, uh, Shane Strickland, and then also um, was feuding with Rich Swan, and they they were killing it. I, I, I'd put their matches you know, almost up against anything else uh, in this area as a uh, main events. Wow. 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 I'm going to do some real research then. <laughs> well, I, I, and I, I, you know, I was looking around cause I, I'm, I'm always looking for indie shows to watch and things like that. And I, I don't know. I, I think I saw somewhere recently uh, that he, he, uh, he, he took the L against a uh, young Dylan McQueen out there. So uh, ooh, that would that I'm, I'm gonna you don't have to announce a match you don't have to do that <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just I'm just getting myself excited as to what's <laughs> what's gonna happen. And it, the, the crazy thing is, you know, um, this is not to downplay any of the people we've announced. Um, you know, they say that this is like a stacked card, and to us, we haven't even really we haven't even announced our main event yet. So, like, <sighs> that's the crazy thing about all of this. Um, I just think. It, it's going to be a nice breath of fresh air um, to, 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 for us to be back and just being able to see this kind of quality entertainment. Um, I really do think, you know, if I was, if I am a wrestling fan and if I saw this show, I'd be like, you know, I'll pay that money for that ticket to go see that show. Cause uh, our big thing, you know, is always wanting to give people their money's worth. Like I was saying earlier and um, you know, you work hard for your money. I don't want you to come to something and be like, I paid for that. I mean, I, I've ordered pay-per-views, and like I paid for that for, for this. Uh, I never want anyone to ever leave our show that way. So we we want everyone to kind of have something um, at our show. If you want a high flyer, we got the high flyers. You want a superstar, we're gonna have superstars. Uh, you want to see, you know, uh, an old school guy kind of work old school. You're gonna see that. You want hills. You're gonna see that. You want tweeners. You're gonna have everything. And I think that's what makes wrestling so fun is when you go to a show 
and you have a little bit of everything, you can actually enjoy it. I think you're spot on with that. All right, just with the guys you've mentioned, the fact that you're saying you haven't announced your main event yet, I'm I'm getting excited. I'm getting really excited. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I broke it down. We we averaged it out. I think there's like 12, 12 to fifteen more people we have not announced. Now I noticed there aren't any uh any uh, ladies on the show yet. So is that something we can look forward to? Is yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we tend to forget. You know, there's there's such a stout uh, division for women on on the indie scene, and it gets difficult because we kind of have the way that we book shows. We kind of have kind of like a set way that we do them, and we have okay. We already know. Like, for, we'll use Menace for example. We already know Menace is going to be on our show. Who Menace is going to wrestle, we don't know yet. Like, we, on this show, I know, of course. But, like, I'm saying, yeah. when we start booking, like, well, we know Menace is going to be on this show. Or we know this person's going to be on this show or this person. So, and then that's how, you know, it kind of evolves. But when we start thinking about all these ladies, there's so many ladies that are so talented right now that are not signed, which blows my mind. I'm going to go ahead and say this. AEW's women's division is terrible. I'm just gonna get that out of the way. Uh, I, I think I think uh, Britt Baker is fantastic. I love Thunder Rosa as well. Um, but with all these women that are independent right now, that are so good, that I feel like they're missing the boat on some of these ladies, and they definitely need to get signed up before uh, uh, Pop Events signs everybody. And then release, yeah. Them three, and then yeah. release, and them three, release three years later. Three years later. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Eddie, <laughs> you, you make me feel way less crazy when I talk about the stuff on here. <laughs> no, and. and I mean, it's all, it's all biased opinion. It's my opinion. I, you know, someone else can think differently. That's just for me watching the product. NXT has one of the best women's divisions in the world, and I'll, I will stick by that. Uh, AEW, not so much. Uh, there was an AEW on, AEW was on last night. There was a match um, that was on, and uh, I watched it with my wife, and she was like, what is she doing? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I feel like they're missing the boat, especially on a lot of these ladies. I'm, I could, I could run off probably 15 ladies off right now that deserve to be signed who aren't signed um so i'm going forward there will be ladies on this show <laughs> just <laughs> just haven't announced any of them yet uh i will you know i'll go ahead and get out of the way the, the person that we are going to announce tonight so no one else we haven't announced this at all um uh, he's a, he's been a staple of ours for a while um you can see him on impact wrestling uh mm -hmm. is is caleb conley is going to oh. be at this show so caleb with a k uh, is going to be on this side um, I, I'll say this about Caleb. Caleb has wrestled for us for God about two or three years, off and on. Um, we've had him countless times, uh, but he has had banger after banger. He uh, we did a show in Rome, Georgia, um, called "Win in Rome," and it was uh, Caleb Conley versus Ar Fox, and oh, Ar yeah. they, they they killed it. It was it was one of the it was. Uh, regarded as match of the night, and I, I highly recommend if you have, if you have the High Spots Network uh, for nine ninety nine a month, going back and watching that, watching that show, and watching Caleb and Ar Fox tear the house down. He, he's a phenomenal wrestler, uh, and uh, I'm glad he's back on Impact and he's doing something because it, it'd be a shame if not. I know he was doing some stuff with NWA, um, which uh, I have a soft spot for NWA. It's weird. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Uh, my buddy's really into it, so we watch it, uh, and I know a lot of those guys as well. But Caleb Conley is going to be the next guy that uh, that we announce. I'm going to uh, put post the flyer here shortly for, with with Caleb Conley. Awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. 
I mean, there's first. a bunch of guys there who I, who I want to face now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to the women's division really quick because I feel like, you know, with all of the crossovers now that we have in professional wrestling where we have, you know, people from this you know, promotion going to this one, you would you would think that you know there would that that we would have a lot more exposure of women, and yet still on the major promotions, I think across the board missing missing the boat. I think I think exactly to your point, NXT has continuously killed it. They had they had three honestly really good women's matches over the two night span that we watched, um, but just still from top to bottom, I feel like there's there's so many women. Um, any chance we'll see Sue Young here? Because I know she was supposed to be at the, uh, at, you know, NGW Excellent Adventure. Um, and I know that Matthew here is a big fan of Susan. Uh, so <laughs> a lot, a lot of the, uh, the impact stuff is, is kind of hard uh, because mm. uh, with them being signed with impact, any kind of impact event comes first. So with a lot of the impact guys that we have used or plan on using, it's kind of a touch and go. So at this time, I can't say yes or no, um, but I can say that, you know, hopefully uh, impact doesn't have a show on June 27th. Uh, we, we actually ran into this problem before we act, uh, one of our other shows was called King's ransom. The main event was actually scheduled to be Ultimo dragon versus Ray Phoenix. Um, and of course we booked the show and literally like two or three weeks before the show, uh, Pentagon and Phoenix got signed by impact. They had a pay-per-view that exact same evening as our show and, uh, Ray Phoenix had a pull out. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So what, 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 what could have been, you know, we didn't, we didn't have it. Uh, ironically, the main event became, um, uh, Shane Strickland, uh, facade and Ultimo dragon in a three-way. But it it kind of um, it makes it tough sometimes, especially you know a lot of these in places like Ring of Honor, uh, a lot of these guys sign deals. It's exclusive to Ring of Honor or exclusive mm-hmm. to you know AEW. Of course, WWE is a different monster, um, which was weird because we booked Johnny Gargano when he was originally first showed up in NXT, and he was still able to take indie bookings. So we got, we were able to get him. Uh, there was an incident where Pete Dunn worked a show and Pete Dunn got clocked with a belt and got cut or something. And then right after that, they did not allow any of their talent, NXT talent at all, to work indie shows. So mm. um, they, they kind of put the kibosh on that really quick. Uh, but it gets hard. I mean, uh, especially when you have a juggernaut like Vince Mann and Triple H and kudos to them for seeing talent, signing people up. Um, and then you have AEW signing people up and, you know, exclusive contracts and Ring of Honor doing the same thing because they don't want their guys going places. So it makes it hard on us. But the cool thing about that is, is we evolve. There's always mm-hmm. bigger stars. There's always new stars being made. Other people stepping up. Um, I can mention, you know, a, you know, a handful of, of talent that we want to book. And I mean, I really don't want to do that because I feel like when right. I do that, people steal our ideas. So I don't want to do that quite yet. But uh but yeah, so in, in short, in, in long answer, you may or may not see Sue Young on the show <laughs> here shortly. There you go. There you I was, go. Well, I was going to, to follow up on that, I know, um, you know, we've had some contact with guys from Ring of Honor, and I know they're doing the sort of the bubble thing, you know, where they're taping in the bubble yes. and things like that. I mean, have you run into some issues with that where you guys just, 
you know, weren't able to do it for, for those reasons, for like the COVID reasons or things like that? No, surprisingly not, because we thought we might run into something like that. Um, I think just a lot of the areas are starting to open up more, uh, and you're not really having to worry about that. I mean, there's always a, there's always a, you know, a, a risk right now. I mean, we all, uh, we all can go through it. I'll be honest with you. I, I had COVID. I went through it. Um, I, I had it uh, right around Thanksgiving. So, I mean, I'm still able, I can still get it. I only had my, you know, my first vaccination, but there's no, to me, there's no definitive proof yet that it's going to keep me from getting it again. Uh, so a lot of these guys, I mean, if they wouldn't want to take bookings and for that reason, I would completely understand it. And I would, you know, respect the hell out of them for being honest. Some might not want to say that's the reason to say they're not available. Cause we've had a few people say they're not available. Um, so not really, not really, not, at least not yet. Um, I think after this show, we can, we can kind of play it by ear, how everyone feels and, you know, with social distancing and every, you know, mask mandates are starting to go away. And, um, uh, who knows? I mean, who knows? In two months, you know, we we could be on lockdown again. We don't know, and that's the crazy thing. I mean, you're right. You're right. Uh, or or in two months, we we could get approved, and you guys got to get to sell, sell those three. <laughs> oh my god! I was about to say, Dwight. I think that means that you you didn't get a chance to say it. <laughs> Dwight Dwight uh, definitely releasing the hounds over there. <laughs> the big dog. Big dog. <laughs> Wreck everyone. It's fine. Uh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Barry, Barry, everyone, leave. Barry wouldn't leave. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Great hill. Great hill stuff. <laughs> yeah, guys. Like I'm but I'm really excited. Like I'm glad that you know we're we're on this path to start, you know, start shows back. And um I know our fans have wanted it. I've I've had so many people message me and just tell me that they missed us. And uh, when you start seeing stuff like that, you realize, you know, we do it because we like to do it. And we have fun doing this. We do make a profit off this. Um, but we love we love doing this. I love wrestling. I mean, uh, Cody Cody loves putting on the shows. I mean, I love being involved with booking shows because it's, it's just it's the coolest thing. I mean, how many times have you played a video game and you were a GM and you booked your own show? Instead of, you know, doing on a, a video game, I get to do that in real life. And people actually get to come and watch it. It's pretty damn cool. Um, not a lot of people can say that, and uh, it's pretty cool too. You know, I have two kids that are five and seven, and they've grew up coming into a wrestling ring stuff I would have dreamed about when I was five and seven. Um, and they can they can get into a wrestling ring and play around. Um, so I'm just really excited that people are excited for our comeback and that we're going to deliver. And like no doubt about it, we're going to deliver, and people are going to leave that show wanting more. And we already have more dates lined up already. Um, I know we already have the next. I think like three dates lined up after this show. So um, we're already actually starting to book the following show. So we're really excited. Awesome. I can't wait, man. As always, I've been pitching this to you guys for like a year now. Should, should it become available? You guys want to come back over to VA? You know, we, man, we, got, we got a big gym here right down the street from my <laughs> house. And there's two waffle houses. Oh, don't tempt me. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if this one will let us shoot a porno in it as well. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Kyle, what do you think? Probably the one. Probably not the other one, though. That's there's always yeah, one. That one, that one. The one is really they just it's pretty new, so it's still there's not a lot of cigarette burns on the table. Not yet. Stuff, so yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a wrestler that works for us all the time. His name's Lenny Stratton, and he hates Waffle House. And I say, dude, how can you hate Waffle House? Like it's just not clean. I'm like, that's part of the experience of going to Waffle House is meeting a toothless waitress 
who doesn't want to be there, but she's nice to you because she wants a tip. That's the that's all part of it. Man, uh, the one we have. Oh my god, I don't want to bury this woman. I love this woman. She's a sweet but She has like this yep. slightest bit of beard going. On the god, beautiful. But nicest lady. I mean, every time. <laughs> Baby, what can I get for you? Like, you're perfect. You better, Every, you're everything I want at Waffle House. <laughs> you better hope one of those beard hairs doesn't fall into your party bowl. That's that's part happen. of the experience, man. That's part of the experience, <laughs> though. You just have to roll with the punches. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell. Like I was telling a story about a guy with a beard. So uh, on my way to work, we hit that Waffle House where um, we actually filmed a little bit closer to my work. But there's another Waffle House, and it's kind of in a sketchy area of Knoxville, and. Um, I was on my way to work. I have to be to work at 8 in the morning. It's about 7.30, so I was like, you know what? I want an all-star, so I'm going to go in there and order it. So I got it to go. had my mask on, everything. Got it ordered. Excuse me. And uh, I'm waiting on my to-go order. I'm just sitting there. And this guy walks in with a, like, limerita in his hand. It's 7.30 in the morning. And he walks in. He goes, like, hey, sweetie, which you know how it is when you go to any Waffle mm-hmm. House. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, hey. He's like, are you cool with me having this in here? And she's like, honey, we don't care. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's 730 in the morning. And you're letting this guy drink a beer at the bar top. This is the wildest experience. Yeah, that was – I went to a Waffle House in Little Rock, Arkansas. And uh, a, some – obviously not a Southerner walked in and asked the ladies where the no smoking section was. He goes, it's in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> We had we had another uh, incident happen. Uh, we went uh, myself, my wife, and a good buddy of mine, and his wife. We went and saw Ghost uh, in concert right at the end of 2019. It was in Huntington, uh, Huntington. It was at West West Virginia. I couldn't remember. But it was in Huntington, West Virginia. And we, of course, we did the usual. We went to the concert, had a kick-ass time, then went to uh, Waffle House, and there was two servers fighting with one another, arguing back and forth. And I was like, ah, oh, I just love this experience. This is what it's all about. It's, I love Waffle House. If we ever get a chance to run in a Waffle House with high ceilings, it's happening. <laughs> it's oh, my happen. gosh. Look, I'm going to keep an eye on see if we got a Waffle House with at least a big enough parking lot. A Waffle Iron um, on a pole match would be perfect. <laughs> oh, God. So um, this, this is off topic, but we, uh, we, we talked about the El Patron show we did, and it was an adults-only show, uh, and we – People were, wrestlers were drinking. There's a clip of me hanging out with Sugar Dunkerton, drinking in the ring. Like, it was like a beer bash. It was fantastic. Um, and I, like you said, I kind of say anything I want on this podcast. So I'm going to say this. Uh, we always have a running joke that we were going to do a dildo on a pole. And that was because you, you've never seen it. Just, uh, why not? I'm like, it was the Vince Russo in me. So at that, he said, waffle, on a, waffle uh, iron on a pole. Killed on a pole almost happened at El Patron. Luckily, uh, Cody talked me out of it, and we didn't do it. But uh, one day, it's going to happen, and I don't know when or where, but it's going to happen. Oh man! <laughs> it's shit, I guys. It. This, this is the fun I stuff. I've never we we used to have a, an ongoing joke that we were going to do it, and we never did. But uh, yeah, an inter- we haven't we, done it yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I, object is been, to take it off and then jam it into your opponent's mouth. Yeah, that's like, an idea. Or you use it as a wet. It's like a, it's like a, a billy club. Oh my god! I, um, I've never been hit with one, but I'm assuming it hurts. Like, <laughs> kind of sounds like you have. Wait, wait, wait. Eddie, you have you ever played uh, Saints Row? <laughs> yes. The, the like the giant baseball bat size one. <laughs> yeah. 
It's gonna. I think that's gonna hurt worse. Uh, yeah. We were we were talking about like low ceilings. Uh, something something a lot of people do not know. Um, during uh, our uh, COVID lockdown, Cody actually acquired another ring. So we actually have uh, your normal standard ring, and we have the low boy ring that's a little bit lower. Uh, Cody's reasoning in purchasing this was to run shows in bars because a lot of bars have lower ceilings. And I was like, man, that, like, do we really want to do another show at a bar? It got wild last month. So uh, we have two we have two rings now. So hopefully, you know, that opens opportunities to do in other venues and maybe even in a Waffle House in your, or your home as well. Hey, man. That's exactly what I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to yeah. say, hey, man, look, you said you said it got wild last time you ran a bar. That sounds like a story we got here. <laughs> no, man. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm just I'm really over the moon for this. Uh, this is this is something we we look so much forward to doing, and uh, we've got a great response. We're selling we're selling tickets pretty quickly. Um, that's always a good sign, especially on our return back. And um, sky's kind of the limit right now. I know, like I said, we we've kind of booked starting to book ahead and starting to book the next show after this. Uh, hopefully, with everything going okay, and um, it, it's going to be a wild year. I'm really excited. Uh, I know we saw that our our buddies over at Wrestlecade um are going to be running this year which is if if uh well yeah so we're obviously going to be a part of breastfeeding in some kind of capacity we always are um well i know we usually do the showcase of champions which i'm assuming we're going to be doing that again this year uh every year i've always had to work on black friday because that's when they do that show this year this past year was the one year i didn't have to work on it and of course we didn't have wrestlecade so um this this upcoming Black Friday, I sh- I will I will be off and uh be able to enjoy WrestleCade weekend. I'm really excited for it. Fantastic, man! I'm glad to hear that too. Uh, all right, so we're at like the last little bit of our show here. We've been doing it the entire time, but give them one last plug here for the Party Bowl. <laughs> the Party Bowl, June 27th, guys, at Jackson Terminal in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's right in the old city of Knoxville. A lot of cool. Cool, fun shit to do there, especially if you get there early. You got, especially you guys, if you get there early. Uh, there's a lot of pubs. There's a lot of cool restaurants. I mean, it, it's, your, it's your typical hipster uh, indie scene. Uh, there's some cool shit to do. Uh, I'm not a hipster, but it, it seems like shit I would like to do if I didn't have kids. So, uh, but June 27th, guys, Jackson Terminal. Of course, we've had all these, you know, plethora of talent announced: Calvin Tankman, and Trey Lamar, Kenji Rea, uh, Caden Sade, Sean Hoodrich, uh, and of course, we announced. You know, Davey Richards, War Horse is going to rule some ass. And, and then exclusively on here, guys, Caleb Conley. Uh, and we still have more to announce. I'm really excited. If, if more people from Virginia want to come, come on. Like We're going we're gonna to have a kick-ass time. And you guys already know, we're going to be there. We're leaving, I think, Saturday morning, getting there Saturday, enjoying ourselves a little bit. Hell yeah. Come back Monday morning. So, <laughs> we can't wait, man. It, we've been kind of joking. It's been over a year in the making. So... <laughs> We can't wait, brother. We really can't. I'm excited to meet you guys in person. It's going to be fun, and uh, I'm just really excited. We've got the contact with you guys. Uh, I will say I'm glad that you guys are doing the driving and not me. I hate driving in a car. Um, I, we, I will do it for you guys when it, the time comes, um, which I'm assuming, you know, Cody hasn't ruled out doing a show in Virginia this year, so we'll see what happens. Love it. Love it. Uh, guys, you know us. We typically will plug the YouTube and the Kofi.com, but right now, guys, if you can – Look at buying some tickets. I know, Cod, you got something for us? Pass to me. Yeah, make sure you go to nextgentn.net. You can go to purchase your tickets. That'd be $18 for adults, $15 for children. Um, 
from what we have heard and understood, it's going to be a 300 person, person max. So you want to go and get your tickets now and make sure you visit them at NextGenTN on all social media. Make sure you give them some love. And while you're at it, make sure you check out our Kofi page, kofi.com slash pwl123. It's as easy as one, two, three. For the simple price of a cup of coffee a day, you can support great shows like this. Really Sounds like you've done that before. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you need, yes, yeah, so if you need a ring announcer or if you need an amateur official, um, we will be there. So you can just pull me in from the crowd. It's fine. That's awesome. If you can't tell, he does bear some resemblance to uh, Todd Sinclair. So a little bit. I see that. <laughs> there we go. All right. Can I can I plug one more podcast really quick? Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, in my spare time, I actually do a, a, a podcast called Wrestling Ruin. It's uh, wrestling's worst years. We're actually going through 1995 right now. And, oh, buddy, oh. people who talk shit about wrestling today do not remember 1995. Oh, it gosh. is god-awful. Uh, right now, we're going through Monday Night Raw uh, and WCW. Uh, we just did Clash of the Champions 30, which was a shit show. Uh, highly recommend not watching it. But oh. uh, at Wrestling Ruined is our podcast. And uh, you can find us on social media at Wrestling Ruined. I love it. That's Guys, right. Go ahead and Le- give a listen. Good That's Lord, awesome. 1990. 1990, 1995 is like the only thing that redeems that is that it was just slightly better than 1993. I'll say that. I can argue though that WCW pay per views were fantastic in 1993. Oh, PN, was that PN News or was that earlier than? Oh, that's whatever. earlier than that. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's Vader and Cactus Jack, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Oh, oh okay. I sense a podcast crossover. <laughs> Mr. Bang Bang. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Thank you for letting me do that, by the way. No problem. Dude, our pleasure, man. Our pleasure. We're just happy to have you here. It's, it's, it's great. It's been so long. I'm so happy, man. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Congratulations, <laughs> Cody. Yeah, Craig, yeah, way to go, Cody. Cody, congratulations on being a dad. <laughs> hey, and, and way to not pull out. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would say. That's funny. Yeah, all right. Good job. <laughs> over the you top. pop. You pop my wife over here. That's what <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. It ain't going to get any better than that, guys. Have a oh, great goodness. weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Check out everything we already talked about, guys. Thank you for, having, uh, for coming on. I appreciate it very much. We'll see you all very soon, okay? Have a good night. Thank you, guys. It's our pleasure, man. It's our pleasure. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Make it sure. I didn't want to. You're good. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once again.